0: This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. And let, yesterday, something historical happened in Texas. Tell us about it. Harmon Dent in Beaumont, Texas.
1: Good morning, Gene. And thank you for having me this morning. Uh, yesterday, the ExxonMobil locked out workers ratified the contract.
0: After they ratified a contract after how many months was it? It was since uh, the 1st of May. May the 1st, some nine and a half months. Nine and a half months. Those guys suffered from a lockout. Now, not everybody knows what a lockout is. They get it mixed up with a strike. Can you make the difference and explain it?
1: Strike is where the workers initiate a work stoppage.
0: Right?
1: And a lockout is where... The company initiate the lock that the work stoppers.
0: So the company, company just the company just plain locked them out, and they didn't have any say so about it. There you go. Yes, sir. So I understand that they ratified the contract by a, a pretty good majority, but at the same time, the leadership didn't say you have to go, you have to vote for this.
1: The leadership so just listening. left
0: it up to them, didn't they?
1: Right. The leadership left it up to the uh, workers to make the decision and um, the workers um, voted and and the vote was 214 for return to work and 133 against.
0: So that's a a substantial majority. People like the contract well enough that they're willing to they're willing to settle. They're willing to end the end the lockout and the company's willing to end the lockout. Now, is that all there is to it now? Do they just sign the papers and go back to work? No. After the
1: agreement, ratification vote, to accept the company's offer, come company to proposal, um, that's not the last step. There's a return to work agreement that has to be agreed to on both sides also. And right now, you're in the process of a, that. Um, the company union get the leadership, get together, and they work out a return to work agreement from that document, um, then they the company should start calling people back to work. I mean, you know, you have, this is a petrochemical industry, it's a 24-hour operation. So you have um, 12-hour shifts, you have 10-hour shifts. You know, so all that has to be worked out, you know, the crews that the operations department work on, all that has to be worked out also. So there are other details that has to be worked out before the employees return to work.
0: But is that just the formality, or is, are, there, are there catches in there? Are there it could, it could be
1: catches in there, and hopefully, hopefully they are not. Hopefully they come to agreement on both sides.
0: I see. So when will people actually be back at work? Well,
1: it's determined by the return to work agreement. If possible, um, they could start
0: this week, as early as this week. I'll bet they're ready. Tell us what happened during this long period. Did anybody come to the rescue? Did you see any solidarity from other unions or from anybody? Oh, Gene, I would say that
1: was very much solidarity uh, all across the board. Um, the first start out there was great community support here in the uh, in Beaumont area um, from the local businesses, um, where too, the union was able to take its big meeting hall and make it into a food pantry members able to come to shop. Um, You had um, donations coming up from AFLC all locations, even the Dallas area, Texas Line for Tired Americans um, sent donations, and you had unions from all over the state, or they um, had vans and trucks that transported food and supplies and and funds here to support um, the, the, the local locked out workers. And also the media was very supportive. The media um, kept it in the forefront of the public here in the Jefferson County area. So I would say that was very uh, large amount of support. It was amazing the support that they received. And also the international um, also supported the workers in paying many of their bills, that's house notes and car notes, um, you know, electricity bills, utility bills. Uh, that was wonderful, and that was a big accent to
0: the um, to, to the workers. So yes, Gene, so,
1: that was solidarity. That was overall support for, for the workers.
0: The steel workers stepped in to make sure nobody lost their house or lost their car during all this. Yeah. right. Yes, yeah. yes, sir. And or got <laughs> evicted. Nobody was thrown out on the street. Not that I'm aware of, anyone
1: uh, was out of a home, lost vehicles, anything of that nature. I'm unaware if it did happen. Um all they had to do were that was a intake um thank God for the i b e w up four seventy nine they opened their doors to where um uh, they have a big hall where the uh, employees were able to go there and fill out you know their paperwork uh, for their application for their bills to be paid and you know they were checked out and made sure and, and they was amply paid so we oh. thank God for that um that was a very very big help.
0: And you said they were working out of the electrician's hall, the IBEW. Yeah, that that shows
1: you something there also. IBEW 479 opened their doors. uh, And that was also meetings, you know, periodic meetings took place there. Mm -hmm. So IBEW was a tremendous help also.
0: I know that up here in North Texas where I live, uh, IBEW made a large contribution to the Christmas fund drive that was put on by the Dallas and the Tarrant County AFL CIOs when they uh, were were trying to help out.
1: That was a very big success too, um, that the kids of the workers were able to receive Christmas gifts. And because of the support of of the organization, which you just mentioned, um, that that was a very big success.
0: They sent carloads or truckloads of Christmas supplies to help out. And I know that the Texas AFL-CIO started raising funds from the very beginning and right up to the very end. They were still raising funds for the Beaumont locked-out workers. That was a
1: wonderful Christmas day. There a Santa Claus, they had elves, they had a Miss Claus, and the kids had a great time that day that the event took place.
0: Now, during this whole period since last May 1st, We've seen all kinds of strikes and and contract actions and contract settlements that were widely supported around the nation. But yours and some miners in uh, Alabama have been going on all the way through this period. So I think that when people looked at the Beaumont refinery workers that were locked out, They saw this as one of the long-term fights that's gone on over the past year. And uh, would you say that that's how people felt there in Beaumont? Yes, Gene, uh, they felt pretty much
1: that way also, in which I am a retired, retired Mobile. and my work experience, we went through three, two strikes, excuse me, two strikes, and each one were three months long, 88, 88 and one in 81. Um, and this, um, uh, long-term lockout here, um, exceeded, um, both, both of those, um, together, you know, it was long. So it was a long-term, um, uh, lockout. And I'm telling you that I- I'm so proud of the workers of how they stuck together. Um, they were unified and the leadership of the local, um, the forward thinking that they had and setting up this, um, this food pantry, I mean, this food pantry, it's fed, a lot of people, Gene, uh, kept a lot of people going hungry. So um, they was innovative in the things that they did. And, I mean, the way that, you know, lockout was ran, uh, it really a model, uh, so to speak, the way that it, it was carried out. And the workers, man, they um, remained together, remained united. You know, some others found jobs, you know, work jobs. But they, uh, they manned the, the pickets, you know, and – um, everything pretty much went smooth, man, went smooth. But the, the workers, again, uh, they were unified. They supported one another. And, I mean, as for the family structure, you know, um, not having the wages coming in that you were accustomed to. There are some belt tightening um, that takes place. There are some locations that was put on hold and some purchases that were put on hold. But overall they weathered the storm real well uh and you know and that's behind us now but now what it's going to take is restoring some relationships i am telling you man that was nine and a half months okay and that was negotiations taking place between company and the leadership and that was workers that were you know getting stressed out too and they looking at the uh the workers committee like they was holding them off from work but the workers committee only bring something to the, the body if they have something they feel like they support, usually. So that's going to be a restoration process between management and these workers. I'm telling you what, nine and half, nine and a half months, you will never forget that, okay? Um, it was 81 and 88 that we went on strike. Each one of us that was on strike, that was embedded in our mind. We never forgot. Okay, those times. And these workers that's been locked out for nine and a half months, to return back to work, they will never forget this. This will carry them, be with them the rest of their career. Okay, so there are some hurdles that's gonna have to be um, gotten over. You know, there's some challenges that's, that's coming after nine and a half months. There are some hard feelings, you know, and, and, and you know, that's gonna be some work um, to, to get there. So, as much as the uh, lockout is pretty much has ended, um, the, the work really just begin is beginning now. Yes, it is.
0: I think uh, one of the unusual things about this particular fight that is is not normal, not not usually happens, is that you had the retirees rally to your support because you yourself are a leader of the Texas Re- Alliance for Retired Americans. And uh, you rallied the retirees because retirees realize that union contracts protect pensions. And so you you got some support from the retirees, didn't you?
1: Yes, we did. Retirees supported. Matter of fact, retirees um, supported in screening the applications. We went out to the picket shacks. Uh, Many have walked on the picket line. And, you know, one day, Um, these workers are going to retire also. And we are fighting so that they will have a pension, so that we will not be the last generation to retire with the pension. And, Gene, not only a pension, but also Social Security and Medicare are under attack. And it takes all of us working together. You know, many times people think they retire, that the struggle is over with. But no, the struggle continues. The things that you have, unless you fight to keep them, they will be taken away. And that's where we are. So the struggle continues all the way to the grave. You have a legislative in Washington that want to cut back Social Security, Medicare, we're fighting for prescription you know, drug uh, negotiation on drug prices. I mean, man, when you some, some reason the legislators think retirees have deep pockets that we're loaded or something with money. So they're trying to chip away money from the retirees, and we have to fight to keep what we have.
0: That's absolutely true, and it's wonderful that you've seen that. What's your attitude now about the future? Because you went through an awful nine and a half months, something that everybody dreads and doesn't want to have to go through, and you've gone through it, but you've also seen a lot of solidarity, a lot of coming together and a lot of high spirits and fighting qualities. So what's your attitude about the future? Do you think uh, it looks good, or, or uh, do you think it's just going to be more trouble? Gene, I'm optimistic. I think it's going to be good.
1: I hope that it will be good. I think that uh, what will help make it good is for labor to come together all the different uh, organizations, all the different work disciplines come together. If you look at when America did its best, it was when unions were the strongest, when labor did best, all right? So when labor is doing good, our country would do good. Gene, these workers just uh, endured a nine and a half month lockout. On the national level, we are now in the midst of national order, okay? Um, you have a marathon, it's a lead, you have people that's involved, Chevron, Valerio, uh, the, 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 uh, the contract is spot on for, for the first. They're working on 24-hour rolling extensions, okay? The last marathon and offered 1%, 1%, 1%, 1% over three-year period. Gene, these corporations are making billions of dollars, not millions, but billions of dollars, all right? And all, the workers are asking to give us a piece of the pie. Share it with us. We're the ones out there where the rubber meet the world. We're the ones out there at midnight, in the rain, in the snow, in the heat. The labor, the ones that opening those valves and closing the valves, they're, they're the craftsman machines, the, bike fiddlers, the carpenters, the electrician, the instrumentation guy, they're the ones out there in the field, all right, taking the risk. And saying, since we are the ones that's really enabling you to make the monies that you're making, share it with us. Right on. Give us a fair share. Couldn't have it's said it. it better. It's going to solidarity of all the different unions coming together. Yes, to make things better.
0: This is Gene Lance on the Workers' Beat Extra.